10, 10 9, 9, 9 8, 8, 8, 7, 7 6, 6, 5, 5 4, 4, 3, 4, 3, 2, 1, 1. Let's go! Now it's the Mercedes in the Morning pre-show. Mix 94.1. Good morning and welcome to the pre-show. Thank you guys so much for joining us this morning. It is Tuesday, January 11th. We are so happy to have you here just getting into this Tuesday morning, kind of trying to get my setup going. I'm running a couple minutes behind this morning. How you doing? Uh, all is well here on my end. It was a nice Monday. So left the radio show. It did like a bunch of errands after the show. Got my nails done. Had to go to Lowe's. Had to go to Albertsons. Had to go to the dry cleaner. It was like an errand afternoon for me. And then I uh, did the TV show last night, and that was a lot of fun. And then got home and did a nice little at-home workout. And after that, sat down and did my work for today while watching the Georgia Bulldogs win the college national championship last night. Very it was a good nice. night last night, yeah. Very nice. Yeah, we just, uh, last night I caught up on uh, Dexter. I watched the series finale of that, the ne- Dexter New Blood. And interesting way to wrap that up. I was, uh, I don't, you know, no spoilers here, but I was kind of like, oh, okay. Much... Um, in my opinion, much better than the previous finale, which I thought was horrible, but still surprising nonetheless. So, yeah, I got to watch that and get a good night's sleep finally after uh, kind of a crazy few. Let's be honest, a, co- a crazy few weeks for me, but it was uh, it was nice. Uh, got some good sleep last night. So ready to go this morning. How, how's Matt doing? He's 100 percent now. He's, yeah, he's, he's good. good. He's awesome. all good. Yeah, he's I mean, he still has like some lingering congestion and stuff. But as far as like testing goes, we've tested him a couple times after the fact. Uh, what We tested him after his initial covid diagnosis and he was like positive for a couple of Uh, Well, we'd wait for like every two days and he kept testing positive. And then last week he tested negative. We did another one just last night just to make sure still negative. Yeah. Yeah, And then even me and my daughters did one just to make sure, too. And everybody was negative on on our end. So, yeah, that just that whole testing thing where it's not easy to find tests. And when we were up in Napa, um, I forgot some face wash. So at one point I'm like, I got to go get face wash so I could take my makeup up off at night. Let's can we go to like a CVS? So we went to CVS. My husband ran in. He knows the kind that I like. And he goes in and he comes out with this big bag. And I'm like, all I needed was face wash. What's going on? And he comes in. He goes, they had they had the COVID testing kits in there. I was like, oh, no way. So he bought They only let you buy two. So we bought a couple of those just to have as backups. But um, yeah, it was we went to Napa and bought COVID tests. It was very great. That was uh, when I was at CES last week when, when you went in and got your media badge. That's what they gave you. They gave you two boxes. So you got four tests. And when they gave them to me, I'm like, what is this gold you are giving me right now? They're like, oh, yeah, we're handing them out to everybody. I'm like, that is fantastic. Thank you very much. That was one of the highlights of CES. Forget the robotic dogs, the car that changes colors, the fact that they gave me four at-home COVID tests. That was a big plus in my mind. Yeah, it's a, it was very helpful. And I, we had a, uh, I ordered some off of this website uh, that was that had a few available. I got one of those yesterday. So now we're kind of, I wouldn't say stocked up. I think we have three extras, which is, you know, just nice to have on hand in case we need them. But I was like, wow, we're hitting the, the COVID test jackpot now. All of a sudden we're getting them. Yeah, when you think about it too, it's like, oh, yeah, we're stocked up. We got three of them. But just like, just like that, they could be gone. You're like, oh, oh yeah, yeah, let's yeah. just do a test, whatever. Yeah, so it's, well, it's always 
four that are in use when we do it. That so true, it's like, yeah. okay, we got to <laughs> make sure that we, uh, we are very stingy <laughs> with these. So yeah, kind of, uh, kind of a, a weird thing to get excited about when you find the, the COVID you know, test. The year 2022, that's, yeah. it's, it's early in the year. I'm sure, I, know, I know things are going to get a lot better probably the next few weeks, maybe the next month or so. Who knows? But right now, when you have a COVID test in your possession, that is a big win. Yes, I, I am chalking that up as a win. So thank you guys for joining us this morning. We are ready to kick things off. Let's get things going with the pre-show you pick them. You guys get to pick the first song of the show. Do you want to hear Best Day of My Life by American Authors? <laughs> Burn by Ellie Goulding. Or do you want to hear Smooth Criminal by Alien Ant Farm? Those are your choices. You can tweet us at Mercedes in the AM. You can vote on our Facebook page or you can text or call us 702-364-9400. We are going to count your votes now and reveal the winner next on Mix 94.1. We never gossip. Or would we? Let's go. Time for the Daily Dirt on Mix 94.1. The weekend just released Dawn FM last Friday, and he has a question for everyone. He tweeted saying, I wonder, did you know you're experiencing a new trilogy? Fans have begun to theorize that the title of his next album will be Afterlife. They think the character in After Hours has died, is in, purga- is in purgatory in Dawn FM, and will go to heaven or hell in the third chapter of this new trilogy that's coming out. And how creative and amazing and wow, just the people that must come up with these ideas. That's great. But it's too confusing for me. Can you just like put out like really cool songs? I just I'm trying to pay attention to all this and the Easter eggs and all that. I'm like, huh? Just I like this song. I, I don't really know the story, but it's uh, it's OK. You got to connect album one to album two, then album three. And it's a whole thing. It's like a Star Wars trilogy here. Some big shows have been renewed. Netflix has renewed Emily in Paris for a third and fourth season. So season two, it just dropped December 22nd and debuted in the global Netflix top 10 just like season one did when it was released. Shooting will begin in Paris in late spring, early summer. And then Apple TV announced that the morning show will return for a third season and then there was speculation that the current 18th season of Grey's Anatomy would be the last well, not so fast. Grey's Anatomy is returning for a 19th season, and so is Ellen Pompeo. The show premiered on March 27, 2005. So far, there are 388 episodes. And I like this. Someone on Twitter pointed out that Ellen Pompeo could have spent all those years to become an actual doctor. Man, that's, uh, that's the truth. That show is just the show that never ends. And but, it, I mean, there's an audience for it, so it's not like... You know, people are like, go away. People are still watching it. And then some of the characters that you love that disappeared, some, some crazy stuff that went down to Grey's Anatomy, returned over like the last season because of uh, some COVID dreams and stuff like that. So the, the show gets very creative. And some of the stars you missed did come back on that show. We have a new number one song in the country, and that is Adele, Easy On Me. She's back in the top spot. A new old number one song. <laughs> yeah, Mariah Carey uh, owned the charts for a couple of weeks with her Christmas song. Didn't get the chance. Yeah, but Adele back at number one on the Hot 100 for an eighth week. 
Adele's Hello spent 10 weeks at number one. Can easy on me. Do you think it'll catch it? It'll pass Hello? Um, gosh, I don't know. She's just, uh, she's on fire. Everything she does turns to gold. I just love the new song, the Oh My God song. That, that's the one I want to see up there. <laughs> Great song, yeah, as well. And then her residency starts a week from Friday. Now, the number two song in the country is Stay. And then Glass Animals continue to climb up the charts. They're at number three this week. But the big jump this week in the charts is this song from the Disney movie Encanto. This one right here. Such a cute movie. This song jumped from number 50 to number five in the charts. Wow. I think this is one of those uh, Disney movies that uh, that people didn't necessarily jump on right away. And now, like, word of mouth is kind of getting it going. And Because uh, I didn't watch it right away. One night, we're like, oh, yeah, that came out. I forgot. Let's watch it. I'm like, that was so good. Yeah, I think now, too, with all these songs making it in the charts, too, where people are going to draw more attention to yeah. the actual movie. Here is, here's a list of some actors who declined... Iconic roles for what they're calling terrible ones. So Christina Applegate, she passed on Legally Blonde to do a movie called Just Visiting. Michelle Pfeiffer passed on Silence of the Lambs to do, um, what's the Coolio movie? Gangster Dangerous Minds. Dangerous Minds, yeah. DiCaprio passed on American Psycho to do the movie The Beach. Which I thought The Beach was a good movie. Um... I, I disagree. <laughs> I, I thought it was... I, I was very confused by it, honestly. But I maybe I was just having one of those off days. Who knows? That uh, that island where they filmed it just finally reopened. It was shut down for years oh, because wow. of uh, tourists wanting to visit the island that they filmed the beach in. Uh, Brooke Shields, she passed on the movie Scarface to do a movie called Sahara. Katie Holmes, um, let's see here, passed on The Dark Knight to do a movie called Mad Money. What do you think of this one? So Tom Hanks... He passed on the role of Jerry Maguire to do that thing you do. Oh, uh, well, I really like that thing you do. So I don't think that was a loss. And I I can't really see Tom Hanks as Jerry Maguire, honestly. Yeah, he seems like Tom Hanks to me is too nice of a guy to play that role of Jerry Maguire. Yeah, that would have changed everything. Ray Liotta passed on the role of Tony Soprano in The Sopranos to do a Muppets movie. Oh, man. That that right there, mistake. <laughs> oh, and here's another big one. Matthew Broderick passed on Walter White in Breaking Bad to do a movie called Tale of Despero. Well, I really liked Brian Cranston in that, so I I think that was a good pass. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you wonder, yeah, look at who passed and the people that got the roles and just that they made it their own. And Brian Cranston, yeah, I couldn't envision anyone else as Walter White in that in that show. We'll have more dirt coming up in the seven o'clock hour. Actually, right around seven fifteen. Here is Dua Lipa. It's Mix ninety four point one Mercedes in the morning. Welcome to another episode of Mercedes in the Morning, show number 1545. And now, here's your hosts, Mercedes and JC. Good morning, and welcome to the show. It is Tuesday. It is January 11th. Thank you guys so much for checking in with us this morning. We love your check-ins. We got a couple this morning. I wanted to wish uh, a happy birthday to Melissa. It is Melissa's birthday today. Have a wonderful birthday. Also, want to say good morning to Brian S., a 7th grade ELA teacher who checked in. 
Our teachers are the best. And thank you guys for all that you do. I don't know how it is at everyone else's school, but like uh, just with COVID, there's been a huge like sweep of COVID in both my kids' schools. Like one of my daughters, like there's like no one there. The other one, I get emails whenever there's like a diagnosis in a in a class, and it's like usually it's just like one class. Like oh, in this you know fourth grade class, there's one. <laughs> Yesterday I got the email. It's like fourth grade, sixth grade, seventh grade, ninth, eighth grade. Like it was just like a bunch of classes. I'm like oh my goodness, there's a lot of people getting sick out there. It's spreading like wildfire right now. Do they say like specifically, or just the fact that it was a fourth grade? They give like more detail, so if you know it was someone like in your daughter's class, or it was just kind of a vague. Well, they tell you which class, like mm. specific, and so yeah, no one in my daughter's class yet but um your, your daughter's like we lived with it for two weeks bring it yeah exactly well they did it was funny because last night um was the first night that they really hugged their dad because last week when he got the negative test we left right away to napa like we literally waited down to that wire just to make sure that you know he was good to go so th- yesterday they had school and stuff so one of my daughters hadn't even really hugged him since way before and he's like give me a hug and she's like (laughs) i'm like you guys just all did negative test you're fine and so it was it was pretty funny (laughs) like really like thanks dad (laughs) she's like i'm good that's cool let's just wave at each other yeah it was funny though Uh, my my daughter asked for it she's like there's a lot of people at my school that's getting it can i take one and she gets so nervous sitting there wait like you have to wait 15 minutes and she's just sitting there staring at him like don't stare at it it's fine just you know, come back in 15 minutes. Set your alarm. Come back. Um, meanwhile, I'm keeping it right next to me. You and look I'm at staring it. at it. Yeah, I stare at it the whole time. I, I'm a walk away. I, I walk away. I set it and uh, forget it. Set an alarm clock. Alarm goes off and, and I come back. Heather Collins, who uh, does now afternoons here at the radio station, she had COVID right before Thanksgiving. And she was telling me when she did her, this was the red flag for her to go get like the real deal test. She wasn't feeling well. She, she's like, I did the at home test. She's like, within less than 60 seconds, that thing lit up like a Christmas tree. Yeah. I'm like, oh, that fast. She's like, yeah, it was just like, boom. I was like, oh, okay. That's how Many it did ways. with my husband's too. Like, oh, did or, it? Yeah. It wouldn't even like he got the, the doctor one and then we just kept checking every few days to see. And it was like, boom. Oh, I'm like, oh. Well, we don't have to wait 15 minutes. <laughs> you, you're still infected. Outside of that, it was a good night for you guys last night? Yeah, good night last night. Just hung out at the house. A kind of a, a crazy day yesterday, but, you know, just a little things that kept happening. And I was just like, okay, I, I'm going to move on. Just don't want to talk about it because I get too upset. And I start I start getting uh, teary-eyed. But, yeah, oh, it just, no. it's just one of those things where it's just like things keep happening. And I'm like, okay, I'm good now. Like, whatever I did, if this is karma coming back at me i'm really sorry i'm trying my best i i'm really just trying to be a positive person and uh let's let's enough with this stuff please let's uh well i saw your notes from this morning and i know we're gonna do stuff later on so i know you had a bummer of an afternoon but yeah uh, yeah that happens to all of us it was really sweet and again i'm gonna just keep it brief but like steph left me just a really sweet post-it she checked up on me yesterday and it made me want to cry it's just like thank you steph you just made my day because it was it's been rough and you she she's always like that i'm sure she's the same way for you she's always checking over vacation she kept checking on me and like oh my gosh who does that you're such a good friend steph i just felt your energy mercedes i think you posted something yesterday and i I just, for some reason this morning, I felt compelled to write you a note. I don't know what it was. It just something said, just send her a little, have a nice day. And that was it. 
And and that's all, yeah. And it was just like, oh my gosh. And like now I'm getting teary eyed thinking about it. It's just like little things like that. It's like, oh, that was really nice. It's so, something yeah. we should all follow follow Steph's lead and do that. Yeah. It really, it really goes a long, long way. It's You're going to have life. a whole wall of post it notes. <laughs> <laughs> check on Dave. I think just the bottom line, though, is, you know, just check on your friends. You know, it's like, because that just, that, that meant a lot. So thank you for that. I don't want to get upset. It's only 6.04 this morning. So <laughs> we got a lot of time. So left in the show. <laughs> Coming up on today's show, we've, we've got a lot going on. It's Tuesday. We've got Try It Tuesday. We'll do that right around 8.15. Also in the 8 o'clock hour, Kane Brown is going to be here in February. February 6th to be exact. We've got your tickets coming up at right around 8.25. Those are yours. That was loud. Let me mute that. Those are yours when you win Heads Up. And up next is What's Trending. What do you got for us? New details on the death of Bob Saget. Katy Perry and Alesso make their ESPN debut. And this old school soda is getting spiked. That's coming up next in What's Trending. And Sheeran Shivers on Mix 94.1. Mercedes in the Mornings, What's Trending on Mix 94.1. Okay, well this morning we have Katy Perry trending. She and Alesso dropped a new music video for their new single, When I'm Gone Last Night. On a pretty big stage, it debuted during halftime of the college football playoff national championship. The single just dropped on New Year's Eve. It's already hit number four on Billboard's Dance Electronic Digital so- uh, Sales Song Sales Chart. They were the first artist to ever debut a global music video within a live event on ESPN. If you haven't heard the new song, here's what that sounds like. I did. I was. It was funny because we Laura and I were in dinner uh, right around halftime, so I muted the TV in the background, and I looked over, and I'm like, when did we switch to, like, MTV or something? What's this music video that was going on? Katy Perry looks stunning in this video. She does. Yeah, she looks great. I, th- I love the song. It's a good one. It's a good sound to it. Good energy. Yeah, it's also trending this morning. Bob Saget, so his autopsy has been completed, and there is no evidence of drug use or foul play. The chief medical examiner said the cause and manner of death are pending further studies and investigation could take up to 10 to 12 weeks to complete. Now, according to a report that was released by the Orange County Sheriff's Office, he was discovered by hotel security on Sunday afternoon after his family requested a wellness check. The comedian was found deceased in a supine position on his bed. The supine position means lying horizontally with the face and torso up. They said the room was orderly with the items he owned. He the, he entered his room at 2.17 a.m. on Sunday morning. Family members contacted the hotel security when they could not reach him after hotel checkout. Yeah, they said his uh, his left hand was over his chest. That may be indicating some kind of uh, chest issue. They obviously, we'll get the, the official results, but... I was reading that last night. Yeah, his left hand on his chest indicated maybe some kind of chest incident took place when uh, when he passed away. Yeah, it definitely sounds like it, it involves the heart in some way. Mm-hmm. So we'll uh, definitely hear more information on that. And then um, Fresca is trending. Do you guys remember the drink Fresca? It's kind of like that. It's the carbonated beverage, like Sprite, but it tastes a little like grapefruit. Well, Coca-Cola, the manufacturers of Fresca, they just announced that they're going to start producing an alcoholic version of of the drink later this year. It's going to be called Fresca Mixed and the flavors will be quote inspired by recipes 
created by Fresca fans worldwide. It's unclear what the alcohol content will be, but dear Pepsi announced an upcoming spiked version of Mountain Dew. And that one is going to be 5% alcohol. So it sounds like it might be similar to like a hard seltzer or something like that. But um, we're, we're spiking our sodas now. The, <laughs> the ideas, they're, they're free flowing. And that is what's trending. Mix 94.1. It's Mercedes in the morning, 633. You may have seen uh, rows of little colored blocks on your social media feeds in the last few weeks. And if you were like me, the first time I saw them, I was really confused. Like, what is this block thing? What is going on here? Have you seen them at all? No, I've not. What is this? Okay, so go to my my Twitter. I just tweeted it out so that you guys would understand what I'm talking about. Um, it's It's a game called Wordle. Is anyone playing Wordle? online 702-364-9400 and uh also what is your like, kind of like your internet addiction the thing that you have to do or your online addiction I, for me it was it's always been like candy crush and i just i i sit it there and i play it and it helps me relax and then i started seeing these blocks and i was like what is this and i looked into it and it's a game it's called wordle so it's a it's a word guessing game that where players you you have to Try to identify a random five-letter word, and you only get six tries to try to guess the word, but the game's going to give you hints along the way. So you start out just randomly guessing any word that, that matches the number, and there the game will tell you if each letter you guess is either in the word, in the correct spot. If it's in the correct spot, it's green. If it's in the word but not in the correct place, you'll get a yellow block, And if it's not in the word at all, you get a gray block. Okay, so I just posted my wordle. Um, My my Twitter is at Mercedes LV. If you look at it and you can see kind of how I guess. So I initially guessed a word and I got two letters right in the right spots. The other three letters were completely wrong. I tried another word with the same letter. Same thing. I did that three times. And then the fourth time I guessed the word and I actually just completely got it right. So I got it and it'll say wordle. And it'll give you your score and then four out of six. So it, out of six tries, I got it on the fourth try. But I'm not seeing any. I'm just seeing the colors. Am I supposed to see here? Am I supposed to see words? No, you're you because you got to do it. That You don't want to spoil it for anyone oh, on what it is. got it. Okay. So that's, well, don't got it. I'm, I'm, I'm very confused, but I kind of see where you're going with okay, this. Okay, so it, I'm going to send you the... And here's the thing. It's, a, it's the same word for everyone, and there's only one that comes out every day. So people are like waking up to, to try to get the wordle. Because they don't want any spoilers mm-hmm. on it. All right. So if I send you the link to today's Wordle, I'm not going to tell you, you know, what I guessed or anything. Um, d- do you guys want to try yeah, it? Yeah, let's try it. Okay. Let's try it. And by the way, too, I did uh, scroll through your Instagram. I noticed uh, the uh, you putting an airline on blast that you flew once. Oh, I was so mad. I was so mad. <laughs> it was really good. I liked it. <laughs> I like your style over there. I like your style. I usually don't do that, but I was just like, uh, okay. If I'm not on the air tomorrow, it's thanks to blank. I'm completely <laughs> stranded. <laughs> I was. You they were. Didn't, they didn't even care. They got to make some effort if they're going to cancel your flight like that. Come on now, sister. Uh, okay. Um, I'm sending you guys the link uh, to Wordle. And if anyone else plays it, 702-364-9400. Um, <laughs> let's see here. Okay. Oh, I can't share. Oh, yeah. I can't share it. It won't give you guys the answer, though. I just want to make sure that it doesn't give you the an- my answer. 
uh, when I do it. You guys have never heard of this before? I have not. Steph, have you, have you, have you heard of Wordle and are you playing it? So you, you're going to send us today's, can we go to like Wordle.com or no, something? The, to play? The, the, I just sent you guys the link. Okay. So you guys have six tries to try to figure out the word. And don't don't say, you know, what letters you're guessing. Just tell me like on the first try if you got it, like what colors you got. So, so the first top block, there's six blocks. So, that's so the first word we're going to guess. There should only be five. Two, oh, sorry, yeah, five. Sorry. Okay. So, but so the first word we're going to guess is is five letters, and yeah. just randomly guessing a word. Yeah. Don't tell us what word you're guessing, but just put a, a word in there. Okay, I did it, and all the letters are still white. That means I got nothing right. No. Th- then you put press enter. Oh, uh, um, oh. Oh, got it. Okay, so press enter. Okay, they're all now gray. Okay, so you like have so so then on your next guess, yeah. none of those letters are in there. Oh, okay, oh. I have a question. Go yes, on. I put in my word, and the second to last letter was yellow. So that means that letter is in the word, but it's not in that spot. Oh, okay, okay, I'm getting it. So I'm keep that it. letter in your word, but just move it to another spot. If it comes up green, you got that right letter in the right spot. Okay. Okay. All right. I got the second word, and I still have that letter that's yellow, but not in the correct spot. Okay, you got to move it to one of the other three spots oh now. Like okay. light, like a brownish, light gray. That color. What does that mean? Is that yellow? It, it, it's yellow. Oh. <laughs> Let me turn my brightness up here. <laughs> so that means that letter is in there, but it's it's in a different spot. Oh, Ugh. okay. So I can use that on the next one. All yes. right. Yeah. And you got your you got it in four. I got it on the fourth try. I, I if you look at my wordle, I had two letters in the exact same spot in the in the correct spot for the first three guesses. I just kept leaving them there and, and coming up with different words. And then on the fourth guess, I actually got it. I can see how this is addicting. But the thing is, that's so addicting about it. And the creator of the game said they like it because there's an end to it. Like, you can only play it once a day. It's 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 the same for everyone. Yeah, you do it, you get it, and you move on. So you're not sitting there on your phone all day. I am stuck on after the third try. I got, again, the third word is the same letter is yellow in a different <laughs> spot. Now I'm getting really stuck. I don't know what to do. JC, how are you? Uh, ah, so gray means it's out. So I keep I keep going to this one letter that's out. Yeah, don't use that letter anymore. No, I it's know. not even it's, in there. It's not even in there. It makes it even harder. <laughs> Let's see here. I'm going to have to come back because my brain is not fully functioning this get, yet. This gets you moving, though. Get your brain cranking. If you want the, uh, we'll post the link to, to Wordle if you guys want to give it a shot today. And maybe you'll get addicted, too. But I have a and feeling. And you got it in four? I did. I did. I don't know. Your first one was all gray or did you had some letters? No, the first one, if you look at my Wordle um, that I posted, there's two greens. The second letter and the last letter. They were both green. I got those exact letters. Oh, in the I right see. Spot. Okay, I see now what you're posting. Okay. I see. I see what when we first posted. What does that mean? The black wasn't right. Green was the right letter. Wrong, wrong, correct. And you got that in all of them until the last one. Yes. Okay. Fourth try. I have the right spot. That finally, that letter is in the right spot, and I got a new yellow letter. So I'm going on the right track. <laughs> but you only get six guesses, so you got to make sure that you try to get it. <laughs> okay. Uh, you're gonna have to come back to me on this one. I need two more think, two more words. Now, you, are you are you coming up with words like my third try? Should I just throw in random letters to see what's in there? Like my third try, it doesn't make any sense. I'm just putting stuff in. There. I come up with words. Because I, I want to hit, like, oh. my fourth one, I hit it. And I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, I just threw in a random word, and it hit. And I was like, whoa, I got it. And you just, I just tried throwing random letters in there. And I did random letters. It's not even a word. It's yeah. re- hit enter. And it comes up not in word list. Yeah. So you have to actually oh, try. okay. 
Oh, that makes it even harder. Oh, I hope you guys get it. I hope you guys get it. <laughs> I want to know. We'll, we'll come back and get an update on the sixth one. Yeah. The sixth guess. <laughs> it's stressful. Well, I'll have to do the wordle before the show starts and see who does it the fastest. Uh, up next, we have the hot three. What do you got for us? Okay, we are going to talk about your taxes. The IRS has set the first date that taxes can be filed. We'll tell you what that is. Also, what are the top things that we don't get enough of? And a, Nema- a Nebraska man did it, one of those at-home DNA tests. Wait until you hear what he found out when he did it. It's all coming up next in the Hot 3. Shadell, easy on me, back on top. Number one song in the country. It's time for the Mercedes Hot 3 on Mitch 94.1. The Hot 3, it's brought to you by PT's. Visit one of over 60 PT's locations in the Valley today. Go to PT'sTaverns.com for the location near you. Well, the IRS has announced you can start filing your 2021 federal income tax returns on... January 24th, the tax filing deadline is April 18th, unless you live in Massachusetts. They celebrate Patriot's Day, which pushes um, their deadline to April 19th. The IRS warns that refunds may be delayed due to backlogs and a lack of resources. The agency is still playing catch up from the height of ongoing COVID pandemics and in the note. They know we are too uh, saying that the pandemic continues to create challenges, but the IRS reminds people there are important steps they can take to helping ensure their tax return and refund. Don't face processing delays like file it online. That's like the best thing that you can do. So there's delays in getting your refund. Can we delay if you owe money? Ooh. Can we flip it? Oh, you're going to delay paying people? Can we delay in paying you? That's uh, <clears throat> that's probably not going to fly, but that's worth arguing for. <laughs> I would try that and see where, where you get on Man, that. <laughs> COVID. My, thing, my, my systems are backed up. I'm understaffed and doing my taxes. <laughs> that's funny. Also, this morning, so if there's one thing you think you should be getting more of, what is it? Someone polled people, and the top answer may surprise you. If there's something you need more of... In your life, what what is it? Sleep. That's what I would say. Yeah, sleep. Sleep definitely. for sure. That was only number three on the list. What do, what's what's another thing? Think about it. What do you need more of in your life? Steph, what's something you need more of? Vegetables. Vegetables. Oh, good, yeah. answer, good answer. Vegetables. Yeah, vegetables. Good answer. Good answer. It's not even in the top ten. Oh. Um, vacation days or days off was number two. And the number one answer was sunshine. Sunshine is the number one thing that people say we don't get enough of. Some of the other things on the list uh, include exercise, money, uh, hangout time with friends, and hugs or cuddles. A few more that made the top 20 include me time, nights out, and hours in the day. It was it was last week on the show that I mentioned I don't get I, I, I feel like I don't get enough veggies during the week. And so we went to our sushi place on Friday night. We sat down for dinner. And uh, the manager brings over like a salad and some veggie plate. I'm like, what is all this? Like you said, you don't get veggies. So I feel like I got my fill of veggies now. <laughs> Next time, be like, you know, I don't get enough money in my life. I don't get enough money. I need lots of money. I need more sashimi. <laughs> he he s- mm-hmm. sets down a stack of dollar bills. So you say, you don't get enough of this. Um, finally, this morning, a Nebraska man said an at-home DNA test led to a shocking discovery. He and his brother have eight half siblings about whom they never knew his younger brother used a 23andme dna kit and both men were shocked when it revealed his brother uh 
his brother donor conceived a fact that uh, a f- that had never been revealed to them before. He took his own test and found out that he was conceived from the same donor, along with about 18 half siblings from the same biological father. He's attempted to contact some of these siblings through social media and has received responses from Nebraska, Texas, North Carolina, Maryland and North Dakota. He said he has not attempted to contact his biological father, but he has seen photos and they almost look like they are twins. So well, I'm sorry. So his dad was was a donor. Yes. And now because of this 23 me, you can find out all of his donations across the country. So anyway, we see more and more of this stuff start popping up. If the guy was a multiple donor, 18, 18, 18 right now, I don't count. That's Whoa. crazy. <laughs> <laughs> the dad is like, oh, man, <laughs> you're all grown and over 18 yourself. OK, no, nope. uh, no responsibility here. Coming up here next hour in the dirt. So Jimmy Kimmel has a very emotional goodbye for Bob Saget. We have the audio. We'll play it right around 715. Okay, I gotta know. Did you guys get your wordles? Did you? Did you? Get I did. It in the, I got so, it. Yeah. In this, what? Which uh, try did you get it in? Uh, my fourth one. Your fourth one? Yes. Not bad. Not bad. How about? That's what I got it in. What about you, Steph? Did you end up getting it? I got it, and I got it on my sixth try. My oh, last try. Yes. It was very satisfying. Every day, there's a new word. If you if you haven't tried Wordle, did we put the link to Wordle on our Facebook page? Yep, Facebook oh. and Twitter. Cool. And then after you after you get it, so this is my first time playing it. So so, so played one. 100% wins, current streak one, max streak one, and then has a countdown to the next Wordle. Yeah. 16 and hours can, and 59 and, minutes. And so you can brag, you can post that to your social media and show, and people will see the square, like how how you got it. So the square you shared to us is what people see on social media. Yeah, so and that's like, what, oh, she got it in four. Yeah, so that's the square. Everything just came full. So if you're in the know, you're in the know, and then if you're not in the know, you're like, what is he posting? Just post it. Just post okay, it. Like, okay. just push share, and, and it, it won't show the letters, and see if anyone says anything to you. Because when I see people posting them, I'm like, oh, they're doing so it just too. So po- just post it. Don't say anything. Just tweet it out. Yeah, just post, and it'll say it'll say the, the game. Yeah. It will say the, your score, and it'll say how many tries out of six it took you to get that and you and you like you can't cheat okay, I, just on did that. It. I just did it okay so people so see let's my see what people oh i see yours now yeah there you go wow you went from three okay i see how you got there you had nothing then you got one that's pretty impressive i got well, I had three I had three letters popped up to make it make yeah, it double. I yeah see that. so that yeah. was that was that was the the, the keep the big factor for me <laughs> <laughs> all right it is 701 mercedes in the morning so what what were you guys was this you going on a wild goose chase well, or I, someone else well i first off i went on a wild goose chase uh, goose chase what have you gone on a wild goose chase for right now we are blessed here in las vegas because sugar-free red bull in the eight ounce cans has returned to las vegas but i went when i went home to philly this would have been right before christmas uh, I knew we were kind of facing a little bit of a shortage here in Las Vegas, but you could still find it if you search really hard. Certain places had it. I got to Pennsylvania, driving to my parents' place, stopped at a CVS, went inside, opened, saw the fridge, they had the Red Bulls, uh, all every single flavor except sugar-free. Like, oh, no, don't tell me Pennsylvania's been hit. So I left that CVS, and then I went to Wawa. Wawa is like a 7-Eleven, but it's back east. Walk inside, Wawa, no sugar-free Red Bull. I went to three different stores trying to find sugar-free Red Bull. Bottom line, I couldn't find it anywhere in Pennsylvania. Every time I was out, I would run into a CVS, Walgreens, grocery stores. It was nowhere. That's the first time in a long time. I went Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. I went five days without a Red Bull. 
I mean, how did you do it? I don't know. That's probably <laughs> yeah, why I slept so good, because I didn't have Red Bull inside I was me. just going to say, like, that should be a lesson to you. I know your wife wants you to cut back on it. I'm not kind of coming down on you, but maybe this is a perfect way for you to stop drinking it because you weaned yourself off of it. Well, I got back on it, though. Oh, <laughs> I got back on it. And then I was talking to, we were at dinner on Friday, and a girl that we know, right before Christmas, her boyfriend wanted this um, Diggable Planets an album for the Diggable Planets that apparently she didn't realize was really, 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 really hard to find. And he just told her the name of the album, and she went searching to all the record shops, Zia, da-da-da, online, da-da-da, all over the place, couldn't find it. Come to find out after Christmas, she realizes he sent her on a wild goose chase. It was some impossible album to find. He didn't tell her that. She just says, what do you want for Christmas? He says, this is one of the albums I would want. And she went out trying to find it, had zero luck. Comes to find out after the fact because it was a next-to-impossible album to find. Uh, and, and she never found it? She never found it. Oh. She never found it. It was after Christmas she realized, or I guess it was on Christmas Day, they're talking about the album. He's like, yeah, it was a really hard one to find. I wouldn't expect you to find it. Like, why'd you send me on that wild goose chase to try to find this album that's impossible to find? When you're on a mission to try to find something, though, it's like, it's hard to to not make that your focus. I feel like we've been on, like many people, because I see them when I go to the to the you know stores is the people looking for these at home COVID tests. Like I've been on a wild goose chase for those for a while now, and uh, I sometimes you luck out, sometimes you don't. And I just started ordering them, but I, it's so funny because like I'll walk into a CVS and the, I'll just ask, do you guys have any COVID tests? And they're like. Uh, no, and then like two other people who are standing there will all walk out at the same time. <laughs> it's like we're all here for the same thing. <laughs> so people are afraid to ask. Like, well, why are you asking? You know why you're here. We're all looking for it. And I didn't realize how many at-home tests they have because when you go to these places, all these drug at-home tests they can do, you don't realize how many at-home tests one can get when you go inside a CVS or Walgreens. Yeah, what's the what's the thing that you went on a wild goose chase for that you, maybe you're still trying to track it down. Maybe we can help. 702-364-9400. It's a, uh, that that's something that is very hard to come by right now. There was a Walgreens. It was Charleston and uh, Durango. It's kind of tucked away. It's hidden. I don't think many people will go there. And that's where I found when my, my wife was going to, to Mexico, she wanted to get some at-home kits. So that's where I ended up going. I went to a couple places, couldn't find them. And I went there. This was back in August. And I walked in and that place was stacked. And then so I, I got some uh, over Thanksgiving because Heather Collins had COVID. I wanted to check everything, and I was everything was golden on my end. But then once this whole you know Omicron broke and went crazy, when I got back from Philly, that's the first place I went to. My secret Walgreens <laughs> place was wiped out. Not a secret anymore. Nope. I know it's crazy. Um, some text here. I'm on a wild goose chase right now for Cheese Whiz. Does anyone know why it is not available? Is this part of the supply chain thing, or are people just having cheese whiz craving like I am? Cheese whiz? Mm-mm. I have not. Wow. I have not seen. Uh, I don't really look for cheese whiz. I'll keep an eye out. If I see some, I'll grab it for you. I I don't know. What's the deal with cheese whiz? Yeah, and you guys that listen to the show are fantastic. I guarantee we'll have messages by the, the end of the show saying where you can get cheese whiz in town. Yeah. People will light it up. Are you just using that to, like, dip chips in, or is it a part of a recipe? I'm very... You've got me intrigued on this whole cheese whiz thing. <laughs> Coming up here in the dirt, Jimmy Kimmel has an emotional goodbye for Bob Saget. We have the audio in just about 10 minutes. 
Mornings. Glass Animals Heat Waves, which is now the number three song in the country. We never gossip. Or would we? Let's go. Time for the Daily Dirt on Mix 94.1. Let's actually start with the charts. Yeah, so the Glass Animals Heat Waves is the number three song in the country. The number two song in the country. This is the first time we're seeing the charts without any Christmas songs in it. They've all kind of dropped off until next year. And then Adele is back on top with the number one song in the country. Eight weeks for this song. It's probably going to be there for a little while longer, I'm guessing. Residency starts up a week from Friday. That's going to be exciting. Yeah, I wonder if those ticket prices are going to come down at all. I know. We should check is there a up. chance for any of us to go see it? <laughs> Probably not. So Jimmy Kimmel had a very, very tearful goodbye for his friend Bob Saget last night. Here's just a, a little bit of the audio last night from, from Jimmy Kimmel. I was going through emails with Bob, and some of them were just funny, but some were very serious emails about life and the well-being of, of our children and how hard it is to appreciate one of those without the other being just right. In one email, we're talking about our kids, and I have it here. He wrote, one night soon, let's go out and have some meat and some good damn drinks and talk about how lucky we are that we have them. We love you, Bob. Oh, that's heartbreaking. Yeah, very emotional tribute from Jimmy Kimmel last night. Transitioning here, so speculation is growing that Kourtney Kardashian may already be pregnant with Travis Barker's baby. And this comes from a celebrity sleuth. How does one become a celebrity sleuth? Mm, I think I'm a celebrity sleuth. You're just a sleuth no, in general. I'm You're good at sleuthing. <laughs> You're a real good sleuth. Jordan Woodruff is the celebrity sleuth that noticed this stuff. She points to the fact that Courtney has been posting throwback photos, which is, she says is a Kardashian tactic for concealing delicate conditions. She also posted several shots of a clutch bag that resembled an avocado, and that's allegedly the size of a 16-week-old fetus. If Courtney is indeed with child, this will be her and Travis's fourth different uh, different parents and stuff, but both are fourth kid. That's, um, I mean, I, there's a good chance of that. They seem like they are really, like, it's spending a lot of time together. They, I'll just leave it like that. Yeah. <laughs> and then fans, fans pick up on the smallest details. Many fans think that Kylie Jenner had her baby. Fans spotted a baby bottle. In a pic that Travis Barker shared to his Instagram story, which was from the Kardashian-Jenner family's Christmas Eve celebrations. Wow. So they're, uh, we'll be hearing some news soon. I'm sure they're doing a highly, like, uh, rehearsed reveal. Oh, so it's going to we'll be see. big. It's going to be big. So now that the NFL playoff schedule is set, the early Super Bowl odds are out. And Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers have the best odds. Well, Ben Roethlisberger and the Steelers have the worst. These odds are according to Fox Sports. So the Green Bay Packers are plus 375. If you bet 10 bucks, you would win $47.50. Now, as far as the Las Vegas Raiders, where do they rank? They're kind of towards the bottom. As far as winning the big game, the Las Vegas Raiders are plus 4,500. So if you go in a sports book, you bet 10 bucks, you'll win 460 bucks if they end up winning the big game. Wow, really? That's, I mean, that's pretty decent. That's not bad. Early yeah. odds, if you're in a book, go in there, just put down 10 bucks. They go all the way to the bank. Some money right there. Yeah. Are you going to, we'll have to go through all the picks later on in the week because you're just, you're real good at just picking winners. No, not really. I really am not. It's all just dumb luck. <laughs> There's no rhyme or reason to me picking. I'm just like, oh, that one sounds good. But it kind of works. You're not going with points. You're just straight up picking straight up winners. You have to take that into yeah. consideration. Yeah. But yeah, Mercedes can pick. She can pick straight winners. <laughs> Now, 
if, if one of your New Year's resolutions was to take a step away from social media, that might be a hard habit to break, but it is possible even some stars have done it. So BuzzFeed has a list of celebrities who have mostly abandoned social media, and this might serve as an inspiration. So Selena Gomez, she said social media was filled with unnecessary hate. Kristen Stewart left it, saying it was addicting and a time waster. Taylor Swift said that it messes with our priorities. Jennifer, I thought this was interesting. Jennifer Aniston said, quote, what the tabloids and the media did to people's personal lives back then, regular people are now doing on social media. Wow. This is, this is like, sometimes I think it's like the worst thing ever. Yeah, sometimes I'm really inspired <laughs> by it and motivational stuff. Other times I'm like, what am I doing oh, on here? Oh, I know. Lots coming up, including next hour. We have Try It Tuesday. I think if Dionne Warwick heard what we were doing, she wouldn't be happy with us. Uh, yeah, she would be very, very mad. And and she's not afraid to voice her opinion <laughs> on that, too. But it's something that's going around. So we'll tell you what it is. And just, uh, just after 8 o'clock, it should be interesting. I'm not really hungry now, either. <laughs> Here we go. Now, back to Mercedes in the morning. The first thing I turn on when I wake up. The best. On Mix 94.1. It is 727. Man. Yesterday, I had a day. I've had, I've kind of had like a, I, I don't want to say rough. I don't want to be dramatic, but I, I've had some challenges these last, uh, I'd say, a couple of weeks of just, you know, personal stuff, a lot going on. Everything's good. But um, I, I told myself, especially going to this new year, I'm just going to try to be more positive about things. I'm not going to let things bring me down. I'm going to try to find the good in situations. Um, if, you know, I feel like people are mean, I'm not going to let them get to me. I'm just going to continue to be nice. I went in that way. So I've definitely been testing that here. It's only the 11th. Yesterday, I'm driving home from work and I'm on the freeway and I'm just, I'm so tired because the previous night I didn't go to bed till after midnight because my flight coming back into town was canceled. There was a whole bunch of travel issues. And so it was just a mess. I was so excited to get home and lay down on the couch and just chill for a bit. So I'm driving on the 215. I'm just right before Charleston and I hear this big bang. And then my car just kind of shifts to one side and and then these alerts come on my 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 um console and it's like tire pressure zero and i'm like oh my god and i and there's a car right next to me and i'm i'm leaning that way my car's pulling that way and so i'm freaking out and i'm like oh my god my tire just blew my tire just blew uh, and i'm like oh what do i do what do i do so i just immediately hit my hazard lights i wait for that car to pass me and then i start going like 20 miles an hour on the freeway and i just get on the shoulder and i start driving on the shoulder and I'm like, what, what, I don't, I don't know what to do. I go do, I'm, I'm saying this to myself. I'm like, do I pull over? But I don't want to pull over on the side of the freeway. I'm scared. <laughs> or do I, do I, do I get off on this exit? So I got off on the Charleston exit. You Hazard roll, lights you're, you're on. rolling on your rim right now though. I didn't know this, but I have those run flat tires. Oh, okay. 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 So there's no, there's no air in it. But there's still, still a get tire on yeah. it. Uh -huh. So I'm going so slow. I, I start wheeling off of uh, Charleston and then I exit uh, I exit onto the street and then I pull into the Red Rock parking lot. The very first right, I pull in there and I just stop and I'm just like, oh my gosh. So I get out of my car and I look and I can tell like the wheel's still on there because they're run flats. But um, I call my husband and I'm like, 
my tire just blew out on the freeway. He's like, oh my God, where are you? Are you I'm coming over there. Uh-huh. And so he, he runs over there. I call the roadside assistance. They're like, we're going to send out a tow truck. We don't know how long it'll be. We'll text you, you know, when they are, when they come. So he gets there and I'm just frazzled. I'm just like, it's like one thing after another. And he's like, you know what? You go home, take my car. I'll stay here. I'll wait for the tow truck. I'll get get it all handled. So he is very sweet. So I I posted a picture on my Instagram story. I'm like, yay, hey, hooray! Look at my tire. <laughs> so <laughs> it was interesting because I got I got um a message a few hours later from someone who is like a um energy healer, like a a medium, a spiritual guide, um and she's she's great and she sends me this message you know this lady yeah okay. we've actually interviewed her for our podcast before brooke oh yeah she was yeah, yeah she was, really she good, was yeah. great so she writes like totally unsolicited she just writes to me she goes two travel inconveniences means that your energy is off you're focused on the wrong things or making the wrong decision so where so the universe is trying to get you to slow down and get back on the right path i hope this helps and I was just thinking about it and I'm like, like there are a couple things that I have to make a decision on and I can't decide. And I'm, I've been like up in the air and, and I was telling my husband this last night. I was just like, it, like I broke down. I'm like, I'm just trying so hard to stay positive and it's so hard to, and with, you know, stuff like this and I'm doing my best. He's like, it's okay. He's like, you don't have to be positive all the time. I'm like, yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> um, but so, yeah, it was just, it was crazy, but I've been thinking about it a lot. I'm like, and then Steph messaged to check up on me and, and, you know, you made a comment about Mercury going into retrograde. And I know people say that as a cliche, but it it truly is about to go there, right, Steph? Yeah, it's actually, I think, going into full effect on the 14th. But right now, it's like the pre-shadow period in Mercury retrograde. A lot of travel inconveniences happen because Mercury r- rules travel. Uh-huh. Oh. So what, is, what, is that a whole, what does the Mercury retrograde have to do with Mercedes? You're think, thinking because of the travel issues with her? I think that it might have an effect on that. But I'm wondering if that spiritual healer is tying in maybe Mercury retrograde or that dis- big decision that you're kind of up against the wall about and that you haven't really finalized. Yeah, maybe. I mean, it, like it's a decision where I'm like the answer in my heart is no, but the answer in my head is yes. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, well, which one should I not be listening to? <laughs> which one is the wrong one? You know, that's why I'm on the fence on it. When you wake up first thing in the morning, where does your decision lie? Head or heart? With, the, with, heart. This, with your heart? But, the, but, but then the rational side of me is like, no, do this. Just trust me, do this. Mm-hmm. But my heart's like, but I don't want to do it. <laughs> <laughs> I always find out that like a big decision or something going on with, with my first thought in the morning is I feel like that's my purest mind, purest thoughts. If I'm excited about something or I wake up going, oh, yeah. what am I doing? That's and then you start to wake up and you start to rationalize about stuff. But to me, that initial thought in the morning is very, at least for me, is a very pure thought. And I think that's my mind kind of indicating, yay, go for this or be stay away from that. But just as a heads up, Steph, I would not drive next Monday because last Monday I got a flat tire driving home from work. Oh, that's right. Yesterday, Mercedes got a flat tire <laughs> driving home from work. Who's up next? Oh man! Oh man! <laughs> it's one of your it's one of your significant others, not me. <laughs> I, I'm I'm able to stay away from that, but that really shook me up because that's never happened to me before, and I was like thinking, like you know, that was just instinct for me to just pull over. But then I was really scared about 
being on the side of the freeway. Like, yeah. I'm really, really scared about that. And so I'm glad I had these tires that I could just still pull off but because i was talking to my husband about it i'm like i didn't know that those were a thing and he's like oh yeah he goes if that was not a run flat tire you would have probably done a lot of damage to your car he's like because of those there was no damage there's no damage to the wheel or anything like that but have you ever had something just go from bad to worse i just i thought okay sunday was bad with the travel issues (laughs) we'll be fine new day new me we'll be fine monday boom tire issue uh, and i am not testing the universe and saying what next because i am just you know i i kept saying i'm really grateful there was no damage i'm grateful i was fine but it was just like a day yesterday i couldn't i, I was just over it just yeah you look at the plus sides getting a flat is it's not fun you have to deal with the whole thing getting the tire but you look at the pluses where you're you're driving home from work you're close to the house you have the special tires that allowed you to get off the side of the road i mean things gonna be when it comes to flats you can be in really bad situations when when they go out it's just the fact that it was raining outside. Got to deal with it in the rain. Something as simple as that. But yeah. I'm glad you're okay with oh, that whole thanks. thing. It's scary yeah. when that thing goes off and you see that tire pressure just like. First off, when, when you're driving your car and it starts pulling one direction, you're like, why? And there was a pulling? car right next to me. I was just like, oh, but yeah, like I, I never have experienced that. It was so loud. Like the, the bang, I thought maybe I hit something. I was like, what was Did that? You, uh, you have your car today. Is there already a new tire put yeah, on Yeah, so my husband, the, the tow truck came like three hours later and they took it to the dealership and the dealer uh, replaced the front two tires, but we're going to replace the back two when, when they come in. He's like, you, we should just get all new tires while we're at it. We this, I did that same thing last week. I'm like, yeah. you want to change all four of them? That, that's a sign. One's gone. Let's just not even roll the dice on these things. You're, you're, uh, you're, we got better, right? It did. Okay, good. Did, uh, there's hope. Uh, there's hope for me. It did. Uh, <laughs> it was, yeah. Please by don't tell end. me if it didn't. No, by week's end. By week's end, it was a glorious, glorious okay, weekend. Okay, good, good. I'm so glad. Hot threes up next. What do you got for us? Okay, what does your name say about you? And what are the names that make people think you are really successful? Also, what are the hardest, quote unquote, easy foods to make? And uh, speaking of cars... One car uh, now offers an assertive self-driving option that makes you able to, uh, it it lets your car drive like a jerk. I don't know if this is something you'd be interested in, but we'll talk about it coming up next in the Hot 3. The Kevin Roy, Justin Bieber stay. It's Mix 94.1. It's time for the Mercedes Hot 3 on Mix 94.1. The Hot 3, it's brought to you by PTs. Visit one of over 60 PTs locations in the Valley today. You can go to PTsTaverns.com for the location near you. Does your name change what people think about you? We subconsciously associate names with those of the rich and famous. And to test this theory... A professor at Hertfordshire University in Great Britain actually tried to test their students to see what you imagine when you are about to meet a group of people. They were given a list of 20 male and 20 female names and asked to identify those that they thought were the most successful, the most attractive and the luckiest and women were far more judgmental in how they assessed others based on their names. Now, the top names that make someone sound successful uh, for for women are Elizabeth, Caroline and Helen. Those are successful sounding female names, according to this study. For guys, the names are James, Richard and Michael, those are your top names that sound the most successful. The top names that make you sound attractive, 
the top three for the ladies were Sophie, Rachel, and Olivia. For the guys, it was Ryan, James, and Jack. I mean, I, I, I do think we kind of prejudge someone based on their names, but at the same time, I can, I can find examples of, you know, both uh-huh. successful, not successful. Attractive, maybe not attractive. It, it just, it really depends. But I guess we're generalizing here, obviously. The top names that make a woman sound like they're a lucky person. Lucy, Katie, and Lisa. For guys, it's Jack, Chris, and Ryan. As for what names make you sound unsuccessful, Ryan and Brian for men, and Lucy and Lisa. Wait, that okay, wait, they're lucky, but they're not successful. Just just lucky, just have a good time throughout life. Okay, Lucy and Lisa for ladies, that makes you sound unsuccessful. Names that make you sound unlucky, Thomas and John for men, and Elizabeth and Helen for women. And then names that sound make you sound unattractive, Thomas and George for men, and Jane and Anne for women. The uh, couple of things. The what are the lucky lady names again? The lucky lady names are Lucy, Katie, and Lisa. To me, that sounds like like fun names. Like if they're, they they have a good time when they go out. They know how to have fun. If I said Mercedes, we go out and have some drinks. Uh, my friend Lucy's going to be there. Want to come join us? Yeah, I think she's like kind of. I I picture her as like just really cute and and kind of quirky. Uh huh. That's Lucy. It's Lucy. Yeah. And then when you're doing the successful ladies' names, Elizabeth. Caroline and Helen and Helen, as you're saying, I'm, I'm in my mind. I'm I, I know three of those ladies with those names, all highly successful. I'm immediately going to them as you're saying them. Do you sometimes think that maybe a little bit is not necessarily self fulfilling prophecy, but it's like okay, my name is associated with success, therefore I have the I'm going to be successful. I, I have the drive to be successful. I don't know. Now, James was on there twice. What lucky, funny. James was, yeah, he was successful. James was, yeah, attractive. And James, uh, well, he was not in the top for lucky. Sounds like he has a wife named Stephanie. (laughs) Oh, there you go. Oh, yeah, I didn't even place that. My gosh. Okay, um, also this morning, anyone can screw up a souffle or undercook a really nice piece of stuff steak or something like that. But what's an easy recipe that you have struggled with? A new poll has found 56% of us have botched recipes that most people consider easy. So what's the hardest easy thing to make? The number one answer, and I couldn't agree with this more, is pancakes. Pancakes is the number one hardest easy thing to make. 38% of Americans say they struggle with pancakes and still feel like they don't do a great job. My issue is that I can never find the perfect medium for the griddle. It's either too smoking hot or it's not hot enough. And so usually it's too hot. So they come out with not looking smooth. You know, Mm -hmm. they look like kind of, I don't know, just like there's little circles and it just looks weird. Um, that's my biggest issue when it comes to pancakes. How's your pour? For me, if I, I wouldn't put pancakes at the top for me, but when, my issue when I do make pancakes, it's the pour. Sometimes my first one, I pour a little bit of batter on there. It's the right amount, but I'm looking at thinking I should do more in the next one. I pour way too much batter, so they're not an even size amount. Of, the pancakes are just off in size. I don't, I mean, I think that's okay. I, some people will use like a cookie cutter, a circular cookie cutter, oh, okay. and then you just that, that. keep some like the say, or if you make, it doesn't have to be circular. Uh, for Christmas, I'll make like, 
star-shaped pancakes oh, and Christmas so tree or stuff like that. that. But again, they have the weird circles on them because it's too hot. I can't get it right. How do you? Uh, uh, for me, it's hard boiling egg. Well, eggs were number two okay. on the list um, of the easiest or the hardest easy foods to make, followed by pasta, mac and cheese, soup. Sweet potatoes and mashed potatoes. Mm. The, the egg for me is hard boiling. I felt like there's a proper time to do it where it made peeling them very easy. And I, I just didn't know that sweet spot because so many times I used to do hard boiled eggs a lot years ago. And when I go to peel them, it just took forever. They'd fall apart in pieces. And other times it's just the, the shell would just peel right off. It's that the, I don't know what the happy medium was, how long you kept them boiling in order to get that perfect peel. Don't you, aren't you supposed to keep them cold to keep? The peel um, from coming off that like there is a hack to peeling a hard boiled egg. Like how? Like I would like if they're really cold, you put them in the refrigerator, yeah. then they should come off a lot easier. Or maybe there was something else. If anyone knows, what's the? Do you have a, a hard boiled egg, Steph, back there? I don't have a hard boiled egg with me, but I make them every Sunday for the week. So, JC, you said your problem is the peeling part. Yeah, you go to peel it, and it's like a thousand little tiny pieces. I'm trying to peel off. Ah, okay. So when you get the egg, did you do you like put it in cold water after you boil it for like five minutes? Uh, ice bath. Okay, you do an ice bath. Yes. I just do cold water over the sink. I don't do anything too cold to shock it too much. And then after five minutes, I release it, and then the egg, the pointy part, is at the top. The flat part is at the bottom. You crack it. You 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 put the flat surface against the uh, like a desk or whatever or their kitchen table. And at the bottom, it should be easy to peel. There's the, a little gap the down there. Yeah, there's a gap oh. down there. So try that next time. If not, I'll give you a YouTube tutorial. <laughs> <laughs> egg hacks with Steph. I like that. Thanks, yes, Steph. Yes, of course. Uh, finally, this morning, um, flipping off a robot does not sound very satisfying, but the next person who cuts you off in traffic might not be a person at all. Tesla's latest full self-driving beta has an option called assertive driving and it basically sounds like you can choose to let your car drive like a jerk it's got three profile options it's got chill it's got average and it's got assertive driving (laughs) and there's a summary under assertive that talks about what it does it says the assertive option shortens your follow distance so tailgating (laughs) it also does more frequent lane changes it stays in the fast lane more often even if you're not passing anyone and it allows for quote rolling stops Wow, the last one's getting the most attention because it sounds like it'll roll roll through stop signs if no one's around. Obviously, that's illegal. It's not clear how accurate the descriptions are, and I'd be shocked if Tesla intentionally lets its cars do anything illegal, but who knows? One guy on Twitter joked that they should have called it road rage mode instead. (laughs) Start talking a horn and everybody. Coming up here in the next hour, 8 o'clock hour, your tickets to go see Kane Brown, 825 when we do Heads Up. It's Mix 94.1. That's May Muller, Polo G, and Naked. Uh, Better Days, Mix 94.1. It is 8 o'clock, Mercedes in the morning. We were just talking about that new uh, Tesla option. If you have a Tesla, you uh, they say they're in the beta version of this test for a new assertive driving mode, which just makes you kind of drive like a jerk, basically. So if, you, if that's something that appeals to you, you're like, <laughs> I, you know, I'm not aggressive enough. I need to be a little more assertive. That's something that they say should be out within the next couple of years. Another option, I know they have uh, Tesla drivers have that the fart horn 
that they they can use. It's a horn that sounds like a big old fart. And then they also have the Christmas tree thing. Because our, our friend, our neighbors have a Tesla, and they're uh, one year around the holidays. They're like, come outside, watch this. And like the doors open. They have like the doors that lift up. Are those like suicide? Not suicide doors. Oh uh, yeah, the uh, like the the, or the not the bat wing. Um, I don't know what you're talking about this. The doors lift up. The yeah. Cool doors. And it was like dun 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 dun. Like it was a whole song and dance. It was really cool. They do like light shows and stuff. Yeah. yeah the outside of Christmas time too. They can do all year all year round, which is really cool. And those doors, you think it, it, they still fit in a regular garage? The way those doors open up too, you think like those? I, I, can I park it in my garage? Yeah, the doors open up and they go like straight up. It's kind of nuts how that's how those whole things open. Uh, the doors open. If you could add any feature to a car, what would it be? Sky's the limit. You we, we'll, you you name it, we'll somehow create it. So they have the, the, the doors, the dancing cars, all this stuff. You can put one feature in a car. What would it be? Because if I could create any feature and put it in a car, it would be. Almost like um like a like like a, just like an air conditioned box and a heated box inside my car. So in the summertime, when if I'm gonna if I'm gonna step out of my car and there's something there I don't want to melt, I can put it in the box and, and turn the AC on in this box and the stuff stays cold. Uh, if, or in the wintertime, I'm, dr- I'm driving home and I just picked up some some to go food. I can put it in my box inside my car and the food stays warm. So I'm doing some errands and stuff. I can keep it inside that warming box. So when I get home, I pop it out. The food that I picked up. 30 minutes ago, it's still going to be warm when I walk inside the house. Yeah, that's uh, that's something that would be helpful. I mean, I I would say just put a cooler in your car, but to have that all ready to go and not have to worry about lugging it one in and lugging one out, that would be very nice. Like a, a refrigerator slash microwave. Yes. <laughs> kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. The, the, I, I would put in, mine's a lot more, mine's something that could be done if we all were on the same page. It's not like very extravagant. The money would be minimal. But we'd all have to be on the same page and know that what it means. And that would be the the horn and then the nice horn. Mm. The nice horn, it, it just gets your attention like, oh, maybe you, you drifted away and the light turned green. I'm not going to be a jerk. Like, eh, but the, it's the nice horn like ding, 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 ding. And then, they're, oh, thank you. <laughs> or like maybe you're kind of swerving into my lane a little bit. Maybe you didn't notice it. I could just do that. Ding, 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 ding. And you're like, oh, I'm so sorry. Sorry about that. It's it's the nice horn, not the mean, aggressive horn. If you put it, let's say you're in a grocery store and you're behind someone in line and the person in front of that person is done and they, they move out of the way. And maybe the person in front of you is distracted with something. They don't realize that they can move up and start their checkout process. You would, might tap them on the shoulder. Hey, you can move up. And they'd be like, oh, thank you. Because you have multiple options. You wouldn't be like, move. Yeah. Go forward. Because that's the only option with a horn. You need that. I love this. You need that nice little, hey, you go, go. You can go. Oh, thank you. Thank you. And that's the response you get. It, it needs to be really light. Mm-hmm. It needs to be kind of bell-like. Um, and like I said, I like that cadence, the ding, 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 ding. Just it gets your attention. It's like, oh, but it's so it's still lovely. And that way, but we would all have to know that that's what that meant. It, it it's not meaning uh, my only fear is people would start using it sarcastically, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, oh, you know, you're on my butt. And then I'm like, ding, 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 get off, you know, or something like that. I, I don't know. But I think a nice horn would be something that I would put in a car. That would be really, really cool. What if we had a message, a message board? On like your uh, rear window there, so you can send a message to the person behind you. Do you think people would use that for good or use that for bad? Because I, I thought of this 
when I was driving, I was getting on the 215 or something, and it was a car that was on there. Their headlights were off, and it was nighttime. And so I was pulled in. I was behind them. And I'm thinking, how do I signal someone on the 215 who's driving with their lights off? I flash them in the, in the rear view mirror. They might not know what I'm talking about. But I'm thinking if I could had some kind of message board that said, turn your headlights on, I could pull up in front of them, and they would see my message board saying, hey, turn your headlights on. Send them a nice little message. I like that, but I think the only issue with something like that is that we'll be too busy reading stuff, and that could be distracting, although people are looking at their phones. So it's nothing much worse than that. And then people start sending me- uh, mean messages, too, yeah, I'm sure. like, <laughs> you know, your mom's a hoe. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> Mercedes messages for your mom's a hoe. She's the insult driver. She pulls in front of you by saying insults. <laughs> I I don't know. There might be there might be some room for that too. I mean, yeah, instead of the insult comic, I'm the insult driver. <laughs> your, your car looks stupid. And your mom's a hoe. <laughs> you call that a personalized place, you idiot. Coming up here, a lot's going on, including those tickets. To go see Kane Brown right around 825 when we do Heads Up. And then right before that, we got Try It Tuesday. I, I think this might be good. I'm excited about it. I'm not. I am I already feel my throat constricting. <laughs> like, like my gag reflex is, is kicking in. And we haven't even tried this. I don't know. I am not looking forward to this one. We're doing it coming up in Ugh. 10 minutes. Adele, her residency starts up a week from Friday. It's Mix 94.1, Mercedes in the morning, and your tickets to go see Kane Brown are coming up in just about five minutes. It is time for Try It Tuesday. We are ready to get things going here on a Tuesday where we try something before you buy it. Maybe it's an item. Maybe it's a trend. Maybe it's um, a food. Maybe it's the worst gum in the history of gum. Oh, that's awful. <laughs> we are going to try it before you spend your money on it. And today we are doing a trend. This is a social media trend that we've seen done two ways. And it involves a favorite of many people, and that is the Oreo cookie. I mean, what what could possibly wrong, be wrong with a trend that involves an Oreo cookie, right? Nothing. Well, it's when you add ingredients to an Oreo cookie. And today, two items have been added to Oreo cookies in the recent months that have generated a lot of talk. And one in particular, there was a lot of talk about this last week because Ms. Dion Warwick got involved. She was very upset when she was watching. What football game was this? Well, of all football games, it was the Duke's Mayo Bowl. It was oh. a bowl sponsored by a mayonnaise company. Well, then this makes complete and total sense. Let's listen to the audio because the broadcasters tried the trend of dipping Oreos in mayonnaise. Mike, you came up with ideas, unconventional foods that work with mayonnaise. We're, we're starting with what? Cream-filled cookies here. You first. Take a dip. It's a really interesting blend of flavors. Thumbs up for me. Oh, Anish. We're going to need someone up here to call this next drive. He's not doing well. I've seen that thing. Yeah, one of them was a fan, the other was not so much. I got to tell you, so yes, we're going to dip our Oreos in mayonnaise. I like how they can't say Oreos. They got to say cream-filled uh, cookies cream on national cookie, television. Yeah, cream-filled like, cookies. Like we don't know. Um, I am already gagging because of the scent of the mayonnaise. I don't know why. It's it just, I, I can't, I'm not a fan of mayo at all. Oh, I smell both the Oreos and the mayo at the same time. Oh, I God. love mayonnaise. I can't get enough. Mm. Like on a sandwich, oh, if I go to Subway, they're putting like 
four streaks of mayonnaise on my sandwich. Don't get me wrong. I love mayo, too. But just with the Oreo part, it's just a disturbing it, a little. Yeah, it doesn't sound great. Well, Dionne Warwick saw that, that video clip, and she tweeted ESPN. She said, I need both of these young men to take a paid leave and really think about what is going on here. <laughs> she was not happy. So. Dionne just in her house dropping bombs on oh, people. Oh, she's hilarious. <laughs> so th- there's this is a two-parter. Part one, we are going to try the Oreo, and we are going to dip it in... Some mayonnaise. Are you guys ready? Yeah, I'm excited. Uh, I, I, don't, I don't want to say I'm ready, but let's just get this over with. Okay. Oh, what? you went all in? You got a lot of mayo well, on that. Well, that's what we're supposed yeah, to do. Yes, you are, are. you not going to? No, I go all in on life. Okay, so why don't you go first since you're the most excited Sounds about good, this? Sounds good, baby. I really just, I, I'm going to draw this out you as long as you see it there? Oh. Yeah, we're going in on this. <laughs> I might throw up. I think it's great. I feel like I just finished eating a sandwich. And I'm going to have some Oreos for dessert. The creaminess of the mayonnaise adds more to the creaminess of the cooking. It's just really good. I wish our mayo, I bought it yesterday. We put it in the fridge this morning. I wish the mayo was colder. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's really, to me, it's fantastic. It's delicious. Steph, do you want to go next? I don't, but I will. Okay. Um, and I'm just going to pretend it's frosting because it does look like frosting. <laughs> That's a good idea. Okay, I'm going to have a napkin ready just in case this doesn't go well. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I'm agreed <clears throat> too. <laughs> going to get sick. Can I spit it out? Yes. It's not that bad. It's spit outable. It's spit outable. <laughs> JC <laughs> just invented a new yeah. word. Yeah. <laughs> It's bad, huh? Okay, so I'm tasting more of the Oreo now, which is it's amazing. But it's the initial taste when you hit the mayo and then you're starting to crunch and then it's sweet. It doesn't ma- it doesn't mix well together. Okay, I am really trying to psych myself up for this. I'm really scared. Close your eyes and do it. Yeah. Don't see it going in. Okay. Can you guys hear my throat closing? I'm really scared about this one. Okay. <laughs> I can't. Okay. Oh yeah. No. <laughs> no. It was an instant spit out. Oh god, that's so bad. It's that you guys are spitting it out. It's that bad? I don't think it's when you keep chewing, it's fine, but it's the initial, like I said. It's that tang. Mm-hmm. Oh god. No. That that's a hard no for me. Okay. Let's move on to part two, shall we? Are you sure this isn't Radio Truth or Dare? Yeah, right. Kidding. Um, part two involves my favorite condiment, mustard. <laughs> <laughs> Oreos and mustard. Now this one is all over TikTok. I think Lizzo, Lizzo's been putting mustard on everything, and she put mustard on her Oreo. But the way Lizzo did it is she unscrewed the Oreo. Okay. Oh, she put the mustard in the Oreo, and then she. Put it back in. So I know I have the... What I'm going to do is I'm just going to put the bottom part, dip it in there. It was easy to do. They slide off just fine. Yeah. And then do... And then put it back together. Kind of like kind of like that? Yeah. So you... Uh, yellow... Plain yellow mustard is one of your favorite condiments. For me, like, I, I enjoy mustard, but I can add some spice to my mustard. I just like a, spicy, too. Okay. Yeah. The, that, that, is that, what's your favorite condiment? Mayo? Um, yeah. Yeah. Mine's ranch. Ranch is so good. Yeah. yeah. Is hot sauce a condiment? I would yeah. say so. Yeah. yeah. That would, I just became a fan of hot sauce in the past like six months. I do like some hot sauce. JC, I have to commend you for your your 
commitment to this. I, I see the mustard spewing out of yours. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> gotta go all in. I mean, I have I have mustard in well, there. You don't even have mustard in yours. It, it, it Mercedes, okay, come on. No put, cheating. I'm not trying to cheat. It just I just don't think I got a good dip. Now this one might be different because when we did the mayo, it was just at the beginning of it. This is all throughout. Yeah. I'm not going to be able to cheat and just keep chewing and just taste Oreo. You're going to taste the mustard all throughout. I'll go first. I was going to say we should all do it at once, but let's <laughs> let's let him do it. JC is really eager to do it. <laughs> the mustard really overpowers the Oreo. It does? It really does. Maybe we put too much on. I think I did. Okay. Uh, Steph, you and I can go together, right? Yeah. Let's Cheers. Eat. Here we go. Oh, oh no. Wow. <laughs> Uh-uh. What's so bad about it that you're spitting it out? It's the mustard. And I like mustard. Mm-hmm. I think I need just something more savory with the mustard. With the cookie, the part, the top part, just tasting it and with the mustard. This is, if you haven't watched, if you're watching on Facebook Live, you're seeing the reactions. If, if you're driving right now at work, when you get somewhere and you can watch it, watch Mercedes facial expressions instead <laughs> too. Because seriously, it's like, you've never had like a sandwich and an Oreo cookie afterwards. That's, a, that's what I'm getting. There's still some mayo in my mouth. There's still some mustard in my mouth. <laughs> you guys have a look of disgust on both your faces. <laughs> I like to separate my flavors usually, like my my stark contrast flavors, with the exception of chocolate and salt. I like that combination. Mm-hmm. But mayonnaise and and cookies, yeah, it's just not something. Maybe maybe my palate is not refined. <laughs> JC's the kind of person who says it's all going in the same place. Before, after, doesn't matter. In between, <laughs> it, it, we'll take what we can get. But yeah, the, um, as far as those trends go, not sure why they're trending because it's not like they were that great. But um, they definitely are if you want to give it a try. Lenny says, I'll try mustard Oreos, um, but I am completely disgusted by mayo. So my stomach is just wrenching listening to this. <laughs> go, go light on the mustard. I would suggest like I went heavy on the mustard and all I got was the mustardy taste. It overpowered the Oreo. Yeah. That, um, this one from Richard says, I am wondering about JC's taste buds. <laughs> we are also wondering about mm, them. Maybe the- they are just like non-discriminatory. They are like, whatever you have, throw it my way. So that mayo one, I really like that mayo and Oreo. The mayo and Oreo cookie. I give that a thumbs up. The uh, mustard and Oreo, I kind of like a, a... A meh. A meh. A meh for me. You know, uh, my conclusion is that after we did that hot gum, it totally messed up your taste buds. Yeah. <laughs> it destroyed them. It destroyed them all. I got nothing now. You guys oh. are thumbs down on both of them? Yeah. Thumbs Two down. thumbs down. Thumbs down and downer. Yeah. It's uh, it's not fun. I If I chose one, though, it would be the mayo. Oh, really? I would, ha- I would think I would go with the mustard if I had to choose one. The mustard is just so overpowering that... They just eat the tanginess. It's it's a lot. Can we're, we like dip these in pudding next time? <laughs> oh, that'd be fun. That would be that that should be the next challenge. The we're Oreo saying, pudding challenge. We'll give you twenty dollars right now. Twenty bucks. I got twenty bucks in my wallet. If you will take a spoonful of mayonnaise. Do you need a spoon? No. Gigantic I, spoon of mayonnaise. I can't do it. Really? I, I just can't. I, 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 I really would love to, but I would throw up. I like I would legit throw up. Now, if we're talking thousands of dollars, I would consider nope. it. <laughs> <laughs> no, we got 20 bucks, sorry. <laughs> uh, so there you go. I love how we did the, the bubble gum thing, and then we're like, let's take a break from bad stuff. We did a really good drink last week, and now we're kind of going down that road of bad stuff. Again. I know. Let's, let's try to swerve. If you guys ever have any suggestions for something that you want us to 
to try on Try It Tuesday. Product, food, a challenge, um, a, a dance, like whatever. Send us your suggestions. We're always looking for new ones. We haven't selected one for next week yet, so we could really use some help. So just call us or email us or reach out to us on social media with your ideas because, yeah, we definitely need to get something on the books for next week. And we need you to call us right now at 702-364-9400 because... We're looking for caller 20, and if that's you, you get to play Heads Up, and we have an awesome prize for you this week. We are giving you a pair of tickets to see Kane Brown. He's coming to town. He's going to bring his Blessed and Free Tour to the T-Mobile Arena on February 6th, and if you want to go, all you got to do is be caller 20 right now. Pick your category, pick your partner, and if you get six answers in 60 seconds, you are going to win. Caller 20 plays 702-364-9400. Katy Perry, she's back in town tomorrow night at Resorts World. It's time for Heads Up with Mercedes in the Morning on Mix Nutty 4.1. Okay, we have a contestant. It is Daisy. Good morning, Daisy. Daisy. Good morning. I love that we just played Katy Perry. Her daughter's name is Daisy. And there you are, Daisy, ready to play. (laughs) Let's do this. Let's make you a winner. We have Kane Brown tickets up for grabs. Pick a category. Do you want to go with right to remain silent, turn off the switch, gluten-free, or pineapple on pizza? Uh, Turn off the switch. Turn off the switch. National Static Electricity Day was was Sunday. So these are all things that are related to electricity, okay? Okay. Who do you want to pick as your partner? Um, Mercedes. Okay. All right, Daisy, you got 60 seconds on the clock. You get six correct, and you're going to go see Kane Brown. You'll start now. When there's a thunderstorm, this will strike. Um, like, your your house could get struck by this. Not thun- thunder, but uh, uh, like a bolt. Thunderbolt? No, what's it called? That... A, a bolt of what? Let's Hi. let's pass. Okay. Uh, when you plug your 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 TV into the wall, you plug it into a one of these. Outlet. Yes. This is um what you put in. You have to charge one of these to make your your phone work. You charge the what? Uh, Duracell makes battery. battery. Okay, um, this is uh, what connects something to to another thing when you charge it. It's a what? Oh boy! Ah, okay. Let's pass that one. This is what. Oh Oh. man, that was tough. I'm so sorry. Okay, uh, I'll tell you what we got stuck on. It was lightning. Oh. I'm so sorry. Oh, that means don't hang up, Daisy. We're gonna we're gonna get you a consolation prize. But that we, go ahead. Boy, say, when, you, when you when you get on the main stage, there it's hard. Oh you, yeah. You, people playing in the car, you know, might be get answers. But when you get on the radio, you're live. You're ready to go. It is not an easy game to do. Well, not just that. And I always wonder, like, were my clues? Did they suck? Oh no, what did I do wrong? You know, I, oh, it was probably me. It wasn't her. It was her. It was me. Way to go, Mercedes blowing Daisy's shot at seeing Kane Brown. Oh, but that means. So Someone else is going to get to go. Caller 20 right now. You get these tickets. 702-364-9400. Here's the Kid Leroy without you on Mix 94.1.
Fancy life. Mix 94.1. It's Mercedes in the morning. It is 841. If you just missed our Try It Tuesday, we tried the Oreo cookie with mayonnaise and the Oreo cookie with mustard trends that are going around social media. Uh, zero out of 10, do not recommend. Personally, JC was like a big fan. So you can check out the video on our website at mix941.fm. Something that is causing a lot of controversy right now is a new list that is out. And let me ask you this and, and, and give us your opinion at 702-364-9400. Who is the best male singer of all time? The best male singer of all time? That's a tough question. But if you had to pick, who would you pick? The reason why this is uh, causing quite a bit of controversy is because Barstool Sports just put out a list yesterday. And they they listed the ten males, top 10 male singers of all time. It says rankings are generated by data obtained from the ULL. I don't know what that is. The O? <laughs> yeah, what is the U-L-L? So th- this is based on data, apparently. And maybe they're trolling us. Maybe they. Maybe this is legitimate data. But the list is highly controversial. So they say, according to Barstool Sports, the n- probably not the first and foremost uh, authority on male singers, but, you know, um, that Elvis Presley is the top male singer of all time. Elvis Presley. Just celebrated a birthday over the weekend, Elvis would have. And, you know, he he was very popular, lovely voice. I can, I can see him being in the top ten. Some people are saying, Elvis at number one? Crazy? Again, it's subjective, so what are you going to do? Number two on the list was Michael Jackson. Again, so many number one hits, millions and millions of records sold. Definitely in top ten in my mind. For sure. Number three is where you may be thrown for a loop. It's Jesse McCartney. They're messing with us. You hit three, you just know they're playing with us. Um, people are going nuts over this. Let me just read the rest of the top ten really quick. Frank Sinatra, Otis Redding, Adam Lambert, Ryan Cabrera. This guy? Interesting choice. Um, then Stevie Wonder, Chase Hudson. If you're like, who's Chase Hudson? He's a uh, he's on TikTok. I, well, I don't even have a Chase Hudson to play. Like, I mean, yeah, he's you, not, we, we could open up TikTok and find Chase Hudson. Yeah, I wonder if he made a TikTok about being named the number nine singer um, or, or, or male singer of all time. And then number ten was Bob Dylan. So, what do you think? 702-364-9400. Give us your top three. Top three male singers of all time. Let, let's really quick go around. I would say number one would have to be Freddie Mercury. Like, I'm not quite sure why he's not in this top ten. 
Number two, I would say Elton John. Ooh, yeah. He's not even the top ten. He's not. I, I, I'm completely confused by that. And then, you know, number three. Hmm. <sighs> you know, I would say Elvis deserves to be there. I, I, w- I would put Elvis there. So the, the, I guess that's my top three. I don't know how Eddie Mercury and... and uh, Eddie Mercury, ready. <laughs> or go, wait, Marvin Gaye too. Ah, I don't know. What do you guys think? 702-364-9400. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, this, this is a big debate. Who's the best singer? And I'll agree with the Mercedes. I, it, man, I can't even rank them. But my top three, the flip-flop into my mind. But I definitely, Freddie Mercury goes in the top three for sure. 100%. I also do like Elvis in the top three. Yeah. But then I'm thinking, do I slide him out and put Frank Sinatra in? Because what a great voice on Frank. So that's, ah. But I would definitely put David Bowie in my top three. 100% for sure. That's a good one, too, that we totally forgot about. Uh, Don't let me hear you say taking you nowhere. I feel like there's a lot of missing guys. Oh, yeah. Like, no offense, but let's let's boot Jesse McCartney. Uh, Lil Huddy, Chase Hudson, bye-bye. I'm sorry. It's like, I'm not putting you on a list next to Stevie Wonder. I, I, Take I'm, out Jesse McCarthy and put in Freddie Mercury. Well, I, I say bump up Freddie Mercury. Don't you think? Well, I don't know. Yeah, just put him in there. So a lot of people, I'm, I'm looking at the comments, are complaining about Adam Lambert being on there, too. I think he is worthy. Um, is he top 10? I'm not sure. But he's he does have a great voice. Top 25 in my mind. Yeah? If I really sat down, put pen to pen, uh, pa- uh, pen to paper and wrote it out, he'd be top 25. Not top 10 in my mind, though. Bridget, good morning. What do you think? Oh, my gosh. This has to be a list of people just from the United States because Freddie Mercury would be number one, like, it, any day. It was just it just through my mind. I'm like, this has to be a, just singers from the United States. Yeah. Because there's not. Yeah. That's, that, that could be something. Someone just texted us, says, are you guys referencing the list of male singers from Barstool Sports? If so, you realize that is 1,000% satire. I, it, okay. Like, that's what I thought. But at the same time, people are going crazy over it. Like, people are, it's trending for sure. It does open up a great discussion, though, too, because some of these names are legitimate top 10. It opens up a great discussion when it comes to the top male singers of all time. I want to see if they put out a top female for us tomorrow. Oh, yeah. Like, and who's going to be on that uh-huh. one? Like, uh, you know, Charlie D'Amelio. <laughs> be, Number one. Um, um, let's some of the texts coming in. Brendan Urie has an amazing voice. Luther Vandross, yes. Steve Perry, yes. Let's talk to James. Hey, James, best male singer. Who do you think? Uh, Brendan Flowers from The Killers. Are we human? Yeah. So recognizable. <laughs> if I could describe his voice, it, it's like. What silk would feel like. It's just so silky. Chester Bennington is getting a ton of love uh, here from Linkin Park. Some of the comments on this are funny. So I'm glad that this is satire because, my gosh, this is just so many people are like, who's Jesse McCartney? (laughs) Again, I woke up in the news this morning. It's a national news story. Like coming down to Barstool. I know. How could you do this? Well, they sure got a lot of uh, talk, and I guess that's the point. Uh, Prince, George Michael, Barry White. Uh, 
I mean, these are the songbirds of our generation. Come on now. What's wrong with and you? And poor Jason McCartney wakes up and says, like, oh my gosh, they put me at number three. Yeah. <laughs> oh, this is a spoof. <laughs> I mean, oh, poor guy. Let's just not tell him it's no. a spoof, you guys. Let's just let him think that and be happy about he it. He woke okay? up and saw this list and life was grand. <laughs> I'm back, baby. <laughs> oh, man. That's just crazy. If you want to see the list again, we'll post it on our uh, website and on our Facebook if you want to check it out. Mix941.fm or just look up Mercedes in the Morning on Facebook. Hot three is up next. What do you have for us? Americans are doing this less than ever. We'll tell you what it is. Also, if you want your kids to be well-adjusted, make sure that you're doing this around the house. And, oh, this might be a new Try It Tuesday. Arby's has come out with a new sandwich. And uh, there's there's an addition to it because they say you're going to need it after you eat it. We'll tell you what it is coming up next in the Hot 3. It's time for the Mercedes Hot 3 on Mitch 94.1. The Hot 3 is brought to you by PTs. Visit one of over 60 PTs locations in the Valley today. Go to PTsTaverns.com for the location near you. Well, I guess reading is just not a thing for Americans anymore. A new Gallup poll is reporting that Americans are reading fewer books than in the past. Respondents respond uh, reported that they were reading an average of 12.6 books per year that's two or three fewer than they reported between 2001 and 2016 it's also the smallest number reported in any survey dating back to 1990 the reasons for the decline in in reading were not immediately clear but could maybe be because of lack of interest lack of time or even COVID-19 related disruptions they did say the poll notes that college graduates women and older Americans are reading a bit less. They are the biggest groups that read to begin with. I enjoy reading. I find myself reading more and more as I get older and older. Um, yeah, I just enjoy a good book. I always have multiple books going on. One kind of, um, one's like a fiction book that I'm, the series that I'm reading. And then I like reading you know, motivational books as well. I don't. I, I, I wish I could say the same. I don't really read anymore. I used to read quite a bit, but mm-hmm. yeah, I just, I don't really have the time. And when I do have the time, I just am like, I'd rather sleep. <laughs> Well, that's the thing. Like, I'll lie in bed, and I was like, I'm going to start. I'll have my uh, my Kindle, and I'll start to read, and literally, like, like one page in, like, yeah. I'm out, and wake up, the thing's lying on my face. I'm like, ah. Then I'll, the, the strange thing is that when I wake up after I fall asleep, I'm like, oh, let me get back to this book. Half a page. I'll the, like a light again. There's there's one book I read every year. I read the same book every single year, and I always read it at the end of the year. I did read that this year, and it's The Four Agreements. Mm. I read that book every single year just to kind of get back on track just to, it's a great reminder so that's my that's definitely my my go-to book so i at least i read one book a year that's when it's always the same book and it's super short but you know steph weren't you looking for a, a good book to read yeah i am i love self-help book it's funny i'm rereading the four agreements too i read a page last night and i knocked out yeah <laughs> so you're making that effort though. yes and i uh, read the inner work i forgot who it's by inner work is such a good book jc i don't know if you uh have read it but it's i what's it I called i'll write it down inner work and if you see it on amazon it has a it kind of has like star like of the universe and i want to say two people wrote it um but yeah i love a good self-help book if you have any recommendations feel free to let me know i got a bunch i'll send your way yeah please do um finally this morning so apparently um we have a potential another try it tuesday thing on our hands oh no no no. i I, i'm skipping ahead that was the first story right okay uh second story do you want your kids to be well adjusted make sure dad does chores 
When fathers pitch in to get housework done, kids are more social and better behaved, according to researchers. The social scientists found that school-aged children who cook and clean alongside their dads are more likely to get along with peers and less likely to suffer from depression, disobey teachers, or be socially withdrawn. Oh, it's good for the kids, too. They're good for the whole family with dad helping out. I think everyone should chip in and help out with the chores, but that's going to be a bonus. It's good for the kids and get some more chores done around the house. Well, I was, we were having a conversation, um, me and our friends, uh, this weekend that we traveled out of town with, and, and he made a comment how his mom does everything around the house. His mom does everything and dad just kind of, you know, she even makes his plate for him and, and he, you know, that's just what he does. And I said, that's so funny because my mom was the same way when my dad was around. Like she would, he'd say, hey, take my, will you take my shoes off? And I was always like, what are you doing? Like she would take his shoes off for him. She'd make sure that dinner was. And I always like that always really bothered me. A lot because I just am like, get it yourself. Like, uh, uh, can you bring me a drink? And and she'd go get it. And I'm like, like, get off your butt. Yeah. Get it yourself. But when it came to like chores and stuff around the house, he did a ton. So I was conflicted. I saw him doing work. I saw him doing stuff. Um, But it was that that drove me crazy. And my our friend, he said the same thing. He's like, it, it, it makes me want to scream. And he's like, and my mom does it like she just does. She's like, that's just the way it is. And it, I don't know that it must be a generational thing, because if my husband told me to take off his shoes, I'd be right. like, what? <laughs> take him off and him upside the head with him. <laughs> um, finally, this morning, can this sandwich really be that spicy or is it just a clever marketing scheme? Arby's has a new menu item called the Diablo Dare sandwich, and they claim it's so hot they have to give you. A free milkshake to go with it. There's a brisket version and a chicken version. And they've both got five spicy ingredients. They come with a spicy seasoning. They have ghost pepper jack cheese, diced jalapenos, Diablo barbecue sauce. They're made with four types of peppers and a Diablo bun packed with chipotle pepper flakes. They say it's going to be around for a limited time through February 6th. But again, they, they say it's so hot. You have they have to give you a free milkshake to go along with it. Bring it. Do they know what we've been through? I know. Double trouble gum, sixteen million. What, what was the stuff called? Um, what the thing? 16- trouble bubble. Yeah, but what was the stuff called? The rating, sixteen million Scovilles. Oh, Scovilles. Yeah. With Tabasco sauce has a hundred thousand Scovilles. The gum we had sixteen million Scovilles. Bring it. We can do it. Oh, this is going to be like licking a lollipop. Yeah. <laughs> like it's not going to be like anything. We're done. not going to blink an eye when yeah, we do it. Exactly. Uh, this is pretty cool. So we got Elton John and Dua Lipa. The song is "Cold Heart." It jumped from number twenty to number seven in the Billboard charts. This is Elton John's first uh, top ten hit since nineteen ninety eight. It's Mix ninety four point one. Mercedes in the morning. You got to rank the best female voices of all time. Taylor Swift in the top 10. Um, mm, I don't know. Maybe top 20. I, I, I don't think I don't know about that. You Ooh, not top 10, top 25, I would say yeah, she she'd be she'd be more top than not top, I guess is what I'm saying. <laughs> She's poking at the top 10 right there. <laughs> it is 913 Mercedes in the morning. I uh, want to send a shout out to my friend's kid. <laughs> do you do you have the, who has the weirdest pet? Our friend's kid. His name is Tanner. He has two. He has two odd pets, and they're they are cockroaches. He's got like two of those Madagascar 
hissing cockroaches. Oh, the big ones. Aren't they really big? Yeah, they're real big. And I'm just like, oof. I've never seen them in person, but she tells me about them. And um, I'm like, what What do you even feed a cockroach? Do you just let them go fend for themselves and then come back or what? She's like, Release no. them to the house? Yeah, um, he feeds them cat food. They he gets um like regular cat food, the dry one, and then he soaks it till it's mushy, and then they eat that. They eat the dry cat food wet, and uh, that's I, I. And she says she gives he gives her other stuff, but that's like their main meal is cat food. Oh, that's cool. That's a cool little pet. Isn't that weird? Who has? Have you ever had a weird pet? Not your conventional dog or cat. Something that was a little unconventional. And what was it? 702-364-9400. And, and the um, cockroaches' names are Frisco and Cisco. <laughs> so they're, um, I don't know how you tell the difference between one and the other, uh, if they have any distinct markings. But I'm just like, of all the pets... It's interesting that he selected cockroaches. You know, you could go to some neighborhoods and just find plenty just running around. Oh, yeah. Come to our radio station, Tanner. You need a third one? We got a couple here in the building. I'll I'll grab them for you. Give them to you, buddy. I I didn't have any. I mean, I I did have a lot of little pets growing up. We we had we had, uh, had cats growing up. But personally, I had goldfish, a lot of goldfish growing up. I had a hamster, a couple hamsters. Had a rabbit for a quick minute. I did have two lizards, and those guys were cool. But I think I just, I, I don't know if I was the best. I think they died. They passed away. Did they little... die or did you kill them? No, I don't know. Like, I'm trying to think. <laughs> I'm trying to think how I lost my lizards. But I, I had two lizards. I remember one lizard, he was cool. And I got a second lizard. He seemed really mean. And they didn't like each other. So maybe that was. Maybe the anxiety killed the lizards. But I remember, like, one of them dying. Hamsters, goldfish. Um, that was kind of it for me. Did you have anything odd? Uh, No, my dad was very much against us having pets. He just did not want us to to have them at all. It was like, I don't know. It it, it was forbidden in my house. I told you about my neighbor who got us a dog once. (laughs) And he made us take that dog back and I felt so bad. And it's just, uh, he didn't, he liked our house to be clean, uh, free of anything. And he didn't want anything to smell. So he, he said no pets for us. Steph, did you guys have any pets? I had two birds and they were yellow finches I think I forgot to feed one or feed them. And that makes me so sad because I look back and I just, I think I killed the, I think I killed my bird. What a way to go. Like watching your owners eat and do all this stuff. You're like, ah, I forgot to feed the poor guy. Because one morning I woke up and one of them was like right on the bottom, like side on the side. And then eventually when I went to go open the cage to get the, the, the dead body out. Yeah. Oh. It the happens. second one flew out. <laughs> Freedom! <laughs> like, you killed my friend! I'm hungry! I got a father here! And I'm out here! Right out the backyard window! Yeah, I blame our parents, because like, all mine died, too. My, I remember the hamster, like, he had uh, he had died sometime in his cage, and his nose was, like, buried in the bottom of the cage. I was trying to get him out. He was probably, poor thing, he was probably looking for food. That's not on me. Yeah, I got responsibilities, but I'm a dopey kid. I forget to feed my hamster. You forget to feed your birds. That's why I had a Tamagotchi. Like, I was responsible <laughs> for that, but if it died, it was fine. It was fine. <laughs> well, uh, Tanner, yeah, if you need any extra cockroaches, come on down to the Mix 94.1 studios. we got a couple here. They're not Cisco and Frisco. We've got Disco and Brisco over here. Here's Sixpence and then the Richard. Alarms started going off when I started playing this song. I don't know what that means. You see like, the sirens? Man, I haven't heard this in a long time. <laughs> Mercedes in the mornings, what's trending on Mix 94.1? Katy Perry is.
is trending this morning. So she and Alesso, they dropped a new music video for their new single, When I'm Gone Last Night, on a pretty big stage. It debuted during halftime of the college football playoff champ, uh, national championship. The single just dropped on New Year's Eve. It's already hit number four on the Billboard's Dance Electronic Digital Song Sales. They were the first artists to ever debut a global music video within a live event on ESPN. And if you haven't heard the song, here's here's that. She looks great in that video last night. It was really good. She sounds great, too. She's back tomorrow night at Resorts World. And then uh, taking a little break, and then she'll be back again after that. <laughs> yeah. uh, I, I haven't seen her yet. Have you seen her? No, I've heard uh, I've heard some friends that have gone to the show say she was highly entertaining. Um, her, her billboards are all over Resorts World. We're there this past weekend. Uh, her, her billboards all over the place. Yeah, so she's here tomorrow night, and then we got we have Adele starting a week from Friday. Man, some good music happening in Las Vegas. Yeah, it is going to be insane. That's really cool. Um, also, this morning uh, trending is Bob Saget. His autopsy has been completed, and uh, as we stated before, there's no evidence of drug use or foul play. The chief medical examiner said that the cause and manner of death are pending further studies and investigation could take up to 10 to 12 weeks to complete. Uh, according to this report that was released by the Orange County Sheriff's Office. He was discovered by hotel security on Sunday afternoon after his family requested a wellness check. The comedian was found deceased in a supine position on his bed. That means that he was lying horizontally with his face and torso facing up. They said the room was orderly with the items he owned. He entered his room around 2.17 a.m. early Sunday morning, and it was when family members contacted hotel security when they couldn't reach him after hotel checkout. Yeah, and the way they're saying he was, he was found there with his, his left hand over his chest, most likely something, maybe something with his heart, but obviously we'll get the, the official word here in a few weeks. But, I mean, just sad. America's dad. Yeah, really sad. America's grandma and America's dad is like so close. Oh, together. man. Who's America's mom? And who's know. America's grandfather? It's just so sad. Get ready. And then finally, this morning, Fresca is trending. You know, the drink, that grapefruity drink. Well, it's trending this morning because Coca-Cola, the manufacturers of Fresca, they just announced that they are going to start producing an alcoholic version of the drink later this year. It's going to be called Fresca Mixed, and the flavors are going to be inspired by recipes created by Fresca fans worldwide. Unclear what. The alcohol content will be, but just for reference, last year Pepsi announced that they have a spiked version of Mountain Dew that they're going to be releasing, and that that's 5% alcohol, so I'm guessing it'll probably be pretty similar, something like a hard seltzer, and that should be out uh, very soon, and that is what's trending. Olivia Rodrigo, driver's license. That song just turned one this past weekend. It's Mix 94.1, Mercedes in the morning. And that is it for us on a Tuesday. Join us tomorrow. We will be bringing you two truths and one lie. But we've um, for the new year, we decided to kind of repackage it, if you will. Same game, different 
procedures, I guess, is what we're going to say. You'll definitely want to stay tuned for that. Two of us will still be telling you the truth. One of us will still be lying, but it's going to be a little bit different. We're going to talk about that uh, tomorrow morning, right around 6.30. We are headed out right now. J-Love is on the way next for your middays, and right now it's time for the line of the day. They say things come in threes. If that's the case, if I was you, Steph... I would not drive next Monday, and if you had to, I would avoid Charleston. First, let's go back to Tuesday morning, January 4th. I had a flat tire issue last night when I was leaving Channel 8, and I I get on Valley View, heading home, and I start to feel my car kind of pull to the right a little bit. I'm not really putting too much thought into it. Um, The tire pressure light pops up. Front right one's at like 24. I'm like, oh, that's not good. And pulled onto Charleston and the Terribles, and uh, yeah, this... There was uh, something that punctured my tire. And let's go back to this morning, January 11th. So I'm driving on the 215. I'm just right before Charleston, and I hear this big bang. And then my car just kind of shifts to one side. And then these alerts come on my console, and it's like, tire pressure, zero. And I'm like, oh, my God. So I'm going so slow. I I start wheeling off of uh, Charleston. (laughs) Steph, you're doomed on Monday. You know what? Uh, can you guys just pick me up for the show tomorrow, next week? Is that cool? I was going to say take an Uber, but then something might happen to your Uber, too. Oh, it sounds like I'll work from home. (laughs) That'll do it for show number 1545 of Mercedes in the Morning. Mercedes in the Morning. Did you miss the show? You're not going to want to miss this, folks. Catch up now. Download the podcast of today's show and get updates now online at Mix941.fm. Mercedes in the Morning returns tomorrow morning.